0: Welcome to Political Beatdown I'm Ben McElish joined by the one and only Michael well Cohen. Cohen
1: let's Michael Cohen
0: <laughs> let's get right into it Michael Cohen obviously the hearing earlier today about whether or not trial in the Manhattan District Attorney felony criminal case against Donald Trump would proceed on March 25th which it was previously scheduled for also addressing the Uh, omnibus motion to dismiss the 34-count felony indictment that uh, Donald Trump had filed as well. Judge Juan Mershon, of course, is the presiding judge. He very uh, quickly denied Donald Trump's omnibus motion to dismiss and then very quickly said, we are headed to trial on March 25th. Obviously, this is a case where you are a witness. That is not a secret. So to get your reaction here first on political beatdown is uh, is something that I know we've all been waiting for. What's your reaction to this, Michael Cohen?
1: Well, so just so you know, at the time that this hearing, I wanted to go. Uh, I was asked politely by the DA's office not to be there for many different reasons, but I did want to go. I was emceeing a show called The Five. It's a musical comedy. Um, yeah, I sent I sent Salty, if you have the photo there, it is about Donald Trump and his five wives. So there you have, to the right would be Ivanka, to the left is Marla, in the back with the big bouffant, Ivana in the blue <laughs> behind is Melania, and then uh, in the red, right there, Stormy Daniels. And of course, there's the big hush money check. Uh, so it is actually very, very... Very funny. While this is going on, all of a sudden, I get tapped on the shoulder, breaking news. Judge Mershon denied it right off the rip. Literally, the uh, attorneys introduced themselves, and Judge Mershon stated that, I have received your papers, I have reviewed your papers, and I hereby deny your motion. Now that drove Trump's lawyers crazy because they actually thought that they were going to have oral argument on the case. Judge Mershon said, no, I reviewed the documents. I don't, um, find them credible. I don't see a reason or a basis for your interest, which is an attempted delay. And as such, um, The motion is hereby denied, and the case is proceeding forward on March 25th. By the way, Ben, something that you and I have talked about on this very show, and more importantly, predicted once again accurately.
0: Very accurately. Um, Let me just remind everybody, you know, I know there's a lot of Trump criminal cases. There's a lot of Trump civil cases. Let me just pull up the press release from April 4th, 2023, um, when the indictment was handed down right there. District Attorney Alvin Bragg announces 34-count felony indictment of Donald Trump. And Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg announced the indictment of Donald Trump 76 for falsifying New York business records in order to conceal. Damaging information and unlawful activity from American voters before and after the 2016 election. So that's what this uh, criminal case is about. This is a 34 count felony indictment. It can indeed carry with it a prison sentence. Um, This was the first case where an indictment was handed down. And we remember, too, at that time, All of the posts that Donald Trump was making about you, Michael Cohen, all of the posts that Donald Trump was making about Stormy Daniels at that time, remember, calling her, which he still calls her now, horse face this, horse face that. Donald Trump says, no affair, horse face. Here's a post from Donald Trump from that time period back in March or April of 2023. Trump said, I did nothing wrong in the horse face case. I see she showed up in New York today trying to drum up some publicity for herself. I haven't seen or spoken to her since I took a picture with her on a golf course in full golf gear, including a hat. Close to 18 years ago, she knows nothing about me other than her con man lawyer, Avenatti, and convicted liar and felon jailbird, Michael Cohen, may have schemed up. Never had an affair with her, just another false acquisition by a sleaze bag. He doesn't know how to spell accusation. So he says, Another false acquisition by a sleaze bag witch hunt exclamation point and by the way here is a clip of donald trump from that time period and this is what he had to say about the case and about stormy daniels here let's play this clip jeremy
1: to bring charges against me for now ancient no affair story of stormy horseface daniels no attraction no affair i call it no affair where there's no crime anyway
0: I want to get your reaction to that Michael Cohen but one thing I want to mention that I found very interesting which is not getting a lot of attention though because it happened at the end of the hearing Donald Trump refuses to stipulate to the authenticity of his statements that he made, like the speech you just saw, or the authenticity of his truth social posts. So he does not want that to get in and is basically going to force the prosecution to have to call in a custodian of records. Doesn't that just show how cowardly he is that he would post those things, which as we said at that time, Cohen, that's going to backfire against him, because I understand that maybe kind of the two seconds of 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 sex that occurred or whatever Stormy Daniel said may not constitute an affair, but to say that nothing took place at all. I mean, he's going to be impeached with that. And it goes to his mens rea. It goes to his intent. It goes to the central part of this case, why he wanted to keep it secret.
1: And he provided the prosecution. but, But not necessarily. The central aspect of the Alvin Bragg case it's the docu- It's the documents, uh, it's the business record fraud that that case really centers around. Everybody's calling it the Stormy Daniels case, the Hush Money case. That is part of it, but this is really a business record fraud whereby, and I can't talk too much about it, but what it's really about is the fact that he took it As deduction, that there were two different sets of books, and so on. So why it's becoming the Stormy Daniels case, I mean, that is the predicate for what the case is based on. But this is an easy case as a lawyer to lay out. It is predicated specifically on probably a couple hundred documents at best, And when I say a couple hundred documents, I'm talking about one document would equal one line of a text message or an email. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Maybe a couple of hundred. You can go through a couple of hundred in maybe two hours, three hours. So we're not talking about a significant number of documents in order to prove the case. On top of that, there's also not a significant number of witnesses. The nice part is that each of the witnesses will end up corroborating the story as it gets laid out and put on for the jury and, of course, for the judge. So this is probably, at best, a three-week to one-month case, and that's even with defense counsel trying to do everything they can in order to diminish the, you know, the veracity of each and every one of the witnesses, myself obviously included, to try to delay it as much as possible. That's what this case is all about.
0: No doubt about that. And Donald Trump's lawyers tried to do everything today in court. They flailed their hands and said, Judge, you cannot have this case start on March 25th. That's election interference by you, Judge Juan Mershon. Judge Juan Mershon was not having it. On multiple occasions, he looked at Todd Blanche, Trump's lawyer, who was doing all the theatrics and said, sit down, Mr. Blanche, and stop interrupting me. And then we also learned that uh, Trump's lawyers have not even turned over their exhibit books and exhibit lists. And Judge Mershon was not happy about that, said, if that's true, there's going to be very serious sanctions here. I don't know. Did Donald Trump's lawyers not expect that Judge Mershon was going to do what he said he was going to do when he set that March 25th date? And also, Donald Trump's lawyers went
1: back. No, they did not no. They did not. They actually thought that they were going to get an opportunity to argue today, to argue and to pre- and to present oral argument regarding their motion when Mershon was having none of it. <laughs> Ben, zilch, zero. You know, Colin, you made this great point, and this
0: is why among the fact that you're one of my best friends, why I I enjoy doing this show with you also, and I love your insight. You know, you gave this great insight that you said Ben and, and Brigaders, Donald Trump doesn't think through these things till about the day before they happen. And that's when he realizes, oh, I guess this is actually happening. And then everybody kind of throws a fit that day. And it's like, this has been on the books for a long time. It was such an interesting insight when you said that.
1: Yeah, because it's true. I mean, you and I have had this conversation on this program and also in private. Donald can't think past his notes. When you say to Donald that you're going to trial March 25th and today being February 15th, you're talking 39 days, to Donald Trump, that is an eternity. He's not even thinking about it. It's an amazing thing that he's able to do it. A lot of people ask me, how do you think that Trump sleeps at night? How can he possibly, how could you sleep at night when If you are held to account on each of the 91 various charges brought against you, that you could be looking at a maximum time period in all four cases of over 700 years. Just think about that for a second. Any normal person would be, you know, would not be able to eat. Your stomach would be bothering you. You'd probably have a little bit of a difficult time sleeping as well. Not Trump. For Trump, The delay, delay, delay factor is what gives him the ability to eat. It gives him the ability to go to sleep at night. It gives him the ability to get up on stage and keep doing this performative nonsense that he's doing. Because he sees, even example, March 25th as an eternity away. And it's not drugs, by the way. I say some of you, no, it's not drugs. It is a mental condition where Donald just does not see reality for reality. So what do they do? They put in this late this late motion to dismiss the case. How could you, I mean, for God's sakes, Todd Blanche, Susan Eschlees, they're not Alina Habba, baba These are actually real lawyers that have tried cases in the past, and they have relatively decent, decent um, credentials. They know what they're doing. But yet, they're falling right in line with Alina Haba, with the it's better to be smart, right? It's better to be pretty than smart sort of strategy. They put in this late motion, thinking that Judge Mershon is just going to go along with it. Let's just go for the ride. And he's already said in the past, again, don't listen to me. Don't listen to Ben. Listen to Judge Mershon when he said March 25th is a date written in stone unless that Judge Chutkin makes a request for their case to proceed first. He was willing to unseal the rock, right, from the cave and to allow their case to go forward. It's just judicial respect for one another. That's what Donald it Trump that's was. It was.
0: Uh, Donald Trump's lawyers were trying to talk about all of these cases, and that's how Justice Juan Mershon responded. Trump's lawyers were like, "Well." We think that the DC case is, you know, it's before the Supreme Court right now. We're going to see what happens, you know, if, if the Supreme Court's going to ultimately, you know, grant our application for a stay and potentially then grant a petition for certiorari. But Trump's lawyers, while trying to do everything to delay the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case, then try to use that as a way to block Justice Juan Mershon from setting the Manhattan District Attorney case from going to trial on March. 25th. And then Trump's lawyers tried to cite Judge Eileen Cannon's May 20th, 2024 trial date. And ultimately, Judge Juan Mershon was like, look, there's no trial in March right now. So absent something exceptional happening, this case is going in March. And Justice Juan Mershon said, it was probably the smart thing that I didn't take this off calendar like you previously wanted me to do because some of the other cases are getting moved around. And so that is something that is you know you know worth noting as well it is worth noting as well too that there are also developments in the other you know uh, criminal cases both before judge eileen cannon very interestingly michael cohen she actually denied donald trump's a motion to delay certain pre-trial motion dates on, that are currently scheduled for February 22nd um certain dispositive motions and other things that Trump wanted to ultimately push yep. back now it'll be interesting to see what judge Eileen Cannon ultimately you know decides to do at a March 1st hearing but as of now she's currently keeping i mean her docket's a total freaking mess let's just be honest about that <laughs> um with all of the things so it's Unclear to me how that case possibly gets tried on May twentieth of twenty twenty four, but she did deny Donald Trump's uh, motion there to adjourn certain pretrial dates. So that's something right there. Now she potentially may still be trying to hold that May twentieth date to try to block Judge Tanya Chutkin, but it's a little bit of like playing chicken there. So I, I will give you a more thorough analysis and in a hot take on, on that maneuvering. Um, but then special counsel Jack Smith instantly, Michael Cohen responded to the Supreme court and objected to Donald Trump's uh, application for a stay of the Washington DC proceedings. And Jack Smith's like, you know what Supreme court, you previously rejected it when we, the special counsel's office, went to you and requested that you hear this Mm -hmm. case. And now the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals has spoken in a very, very detailed 50-plus page order explaining why there's no probability of success of reversal of the district court's ruling. So Here's what you need to do, Supreme Court. Just send it back to Judge Tanya Chutkin. So there's just been so much going on, Cohen. Maybe you want to speak to both Judge Cannon and Special Counsel Jack Smith, how this all plays out. And this is all Trump's worst nightmare. Everything all at once. And this is what you and I said we thought was going to happen all at once. Everything's pretty much ready to go.
1: Yeah, and that's the... That's something that you and I, again, predicted early on. Look, the cases speak for themselves. We have all listened and watched as media pundits, you know, uh, on a regular basis, dissected the various different indictments. They talk about the case ad nauseum on television. uh, And again, in the press, These cases are predicated on fact and law. That's what you have somebody like special counsel Jack Smith. That's what you have somebody like Alvin Bragg, somebody like DA Fani Willis. These cases are predicated on fact and law. And as the indictments lay out, Donald Trump and others broke the law. And like each and every one of us, you break the law. You need to be held accountable, not for things you didn't do, but for the things that you did do. You know, I've often said, I don't want to see Donald Trump indicted, convicted, right? Incarcerated, simply because I fundamentally disagree with so much of what he's saying right now as a racist, sexist, misogynist, xenophobe, homophobe, Islamophobe, anti-Semite. No. No. I want to see Donald Trump indicted, convicted, sentenced simply because he broke the law, the same way anybody else, that we have one system of justice in this country, not two. Now I know that each and every one of us are saying to ourselves right now, it's bullshit. We do not have two separate, we that we don't have one um, you know, rule of law in this country. And I agree we have. Two, one for the rich and powerful, and a second for each and every one of us, for the remainder of the non-super one percenters. And that's wrong. It's wrong because anybody who sees Lady Justice knows that Lady Justice wears a mask, and she wears a mask because it's not supposed to matter. Justice.
0: And uh, that's Michael Cohen's buffering just a little bit right there. But one of the things that I wanted to also mention is that uh, here at the Midas Touch Network, currently actually juggling two live streams at the very same time. We've got this live political beatdown. We also have on another live stream, which is actually leading the coverage across the world with Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis uh, testifying, a real just kind of travesty of justice, um, seeing how uh, Trump's co defendants, Michael Roman and Donald Trump's lawyers, just kind of attacking Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis. And um, Fulton County Fawny Willis said, Look, I've got an, I have enough. I want to testify. I am ready to go. I'm ready to testify. Let let me show you what's happening here. And I think she's been great so far on the witness stand. So we've been kind of toggling between Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis um, and here as well. Um, And again, the growth of this network is thanks to you, the Beatdown Brigaders, the Midas Mighty out there. Thank you for allowing us to Um, build the resources to be able to cover multiple things at the same time. Now, one of the ways we build this platform is through our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash political beatdown. If you want to hear more from Michael Cohen about his reaction uh, to the news this morning from the Manhattan District Attorney criminal case, we are going to be holding a live Zoom meeting. You'll have the opportunity to ask Michael Cohen questions. We're going to do it for about 20 minutes. So we're going to try to answer as many questions of yours as we can in those 20 minutes, but you need to sign up for patreon.com slash political beatdown. When this show ends in about 25, 30 minutes, we still got a lot more show to go. Don't worry. We've got a lot to cover here, including what's going on in uh, Fulton County. We're then going to jump on a member Zoom. So you have to be a member, patreon.com slash political beatdown. You'll click the link that's in the feed. So when you join Patreon, when you become a member, When you look through the feed, you'll be able to join it. And then Michael Cohen and I will hold that Zoom meeting. You'll click the Zoom link, make sure members, you don't share it publicly. And it's just one of the ways we try to build this uh, platform is, uh, is is through our Patreon. So if you can, patreon.com slash politicalbeatdown. We'd love to hang out with you after the show. We still got a lot to talk about. Michael Cohen, I want to talk about what's going on in Fulton County right now. We've got some clips there. I want to talk about some other Big news as well. Remember that FBI whistleblower that James Comer was relying on. Well, the special counsel David Weiss just criminally indicted yep. one of those major whistleblowers that happened moments ago for lying on that FBI form. Remember that form that Comer was talking about and all sure the Republicans. Yeah, that was. A- let me let me let me
1: just first apologize to our brigaders spectrum. They suck. They're doing, they're do, you know, I'll tell you, I'm in the middle of Manhattan, legitimately the middle of Manhattan, and Spectrum can't get their shit right. Truly unbelievable.
0: Well, we will be right back oh, after you, our. Spectrum.
1: Five- All right, there you go. My two finger salute. Go right in. Now. You have
0: to you save, save the two fingers salute. Do not get distracted by Spectrum, and everybody at home, do not get distracted. We'll be right mm. back after our first quick
1: break. One of the best ways to protect your family's financial security, it's with life insurance. And remember, the sooner you start, the better off that you'll be since life insurance rates typically increase as you get older. So make life insurance part of your financial planning this year. Start shopping now with Policy Genius to find the right policy to protect your family. Getting life insurance today means that you'll have peace of mind so that if, God forbid, something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses. Think about it, like mortgage payments, credit card payments, car loans, even college costs, while your family are getting back on their feet. Luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies and their team of licensed experts are on hand all the time to help you walk through it. I have several life insurance policies myself, and so should you. So getting the policies are always complicated, and they're time-consuming, but not with policy genius. Policy genius is technology. It makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks. You hear that? Just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Even if you already have life insurance policy through your work, it just may not, it just may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start as low as just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. I mean, some options offer same day approval and they avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. And that means that they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another. So you can trust their guidance. It's no wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius, So head over to policygenius.com BEAT or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com slash BEAT go now.
0: Ben Micell is here. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed bedsheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Maid uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets no more gross odors and get this miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice if not nicer than bed sheets used by some 5 star hotels stop sleeping on bacteria bacteria can clog your pores causing breakouts and acne sleep clean with miracle go to trymiracle.com/beat to try miracle made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo, BEAT, at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle made. Go to trymiracle.com slash beat and use the code beat to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash beat to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Michael Cohen, we've got a lot going on around the country. We talked before about what was happening in New York and the Manhattan District Attorney criminal case against Donald Trump. We are also on verdict watch in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case against Donald Trump, where we expect a verdict either close to or in excess of $500 million to drop any moment now. Cohen, are you calling timeout? I'm
1: calling calling a non-audible timeout. Tomorrow, my sources have told me And Brigaders, once again, you are hearing it first from the horse face's mouth, according to Donald. I don't think you're horse face. I want to be clear. I don't think you're the horse face. (laughs) Uh, Between two?
0: I don't think anybody. Let me be clear. I don't think anybody's the horse face, but I I don't think they're referring to
1: you. He's so nasty. Between two o'clock and three o'clock tomorrow, Judge N'Goron is going to be releasing the decision. Tomorrow, you've heard it from me. Mike. Well, you
0: got good sources, so I would certainly I would certainly trust that. But just think about the sheer volume, Michael Cohen, the force of what has happened this week, forget this week in the past 48 hours. And we covered some of it before, right? You had special counsel, Jack Smith. Instantly responding, saying Supreme Court of the United States do not grant Donald Trump's application for a stay. You had earlier today, the Manhattan district attorney case is going to trial on March 25th. Today, we have Fulton County district attorney, Fawny Willis taking the witness stand in some BS attack by Donald Trump and Trump's co-defendants against her. Tomorrow, we have in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case, there is going to be a verdict that we think will be near or above $500 million and have other remedies potentially banning Donald Trump from real estate for life in the state of New York. Earlier today, we have Judge Eileen Cannon rejecting Donald Trump's request to adjourn pre-trial motions. Am I making myself clear, Michael Cohen? Think about all of those
1: things. Mm M-I-C-H-A-E-L. Yeah, you're making yourself crystal, crystal clear. Let me be very clear about something as well. Donald Trump will be held accountable for each and every one of the 91 charges that have been brought by the various different district attorneys, attorney generals, et cetera. And I'm with you. Tomorrow is going to be the very first expression of accountability. Now, we all know it's a civil case. This does not impact his freedom. But nevertheless, what does Donald Trump care about as much as freedom his almighty dollar. And there's no doubt in my mind that Mershon is going to um put out his decision tomorrow. I think the um judge uh wood, uh, who was the special master in this case, uh, Barbara Jones, I believe that what will ultimately happen, that forty-two or forty-eight million dollar um Phantom loan, whatever you Phantom want to call it, loan is a is an issue, and I think that Judge Um Ngoron had to take that into consideration. We also had to take into consideration the fact that um, Alan Weiselberg, the CFO, who was the star witness for Trump in that specific case, has now acknowledged that he lied on the stand, <laughs> and he lied about material issues to the trial. It would be one thing if he turned around and he lied about, you know, um, something that was immaterial to the case. Still no good, but it would have no effect upon Engoron's decision. What Alan Weisselberg lied about was material. It was the heart and the crux of the case. And I believe that Engoron's decision tomorrow is going to be significant. I also believe that they will uh, put a termination on the Trump corporation. I think they will still also ban both Don Jr. and Eric and Weisselberg, of course, from operating uh, a business in, as well as Donald, uh, in the state of New York for a period of time. It is basically the death touch to his 60-year eponymous company.
0: And just so everybody remembers, the court, Justice Arthur N. previously granted summary judgment in favor of the New York Attorney General's office against Donald Trump on the dissolution claim, on the cancellation of Trump's business certificates. That is with the Court of Appeals, the appellate division, as it's called, uh, in New York. But that's been stayed pending the ruling at trial regarding everything else, then when Trump will almost certainly appeal the verdict that will be issued tomorrow, then that kind of unites with the other appeal and it all kind of goes up together. But in the meantime, Trump will have to post a bond at least equal to the verdict amount, which as we said is probably going plus to be-
1: plus more- nine plus 9%. Yeah, that's pounding interest
0: of pre-judgment interest 9%. So it probably gets somewhere in that 500 million dollar range. And look, there's some ways sometimes that like if the judge feels bad or the judge wants to find a compromise where you could potentially put up collateral as the bond. And say, look, you know, I've got this property. You could foreclose on this. This property is worth this. But here, Michael Cohen, the collateral is the situs of the fraud, right? You can put up your fraudulent property, which was just held to be fraud and you've had to pay a disgorgement remedy as the collateral in a fraud case and also after attacking Justice Arthur and Goran, Justice Arthur and Goran's law clerk Justice Arthur and Goran's wife Justice Arthur and Goran's son, in very personal ways, do you think that Justice Ngoron or, say, Federal Judge Lewis Kaplan, as they may in other cases, say, sure, you can put up your property as collateral when when you've actually lied about the value of your properties, and that's what the case is about. So Trump's going to, I think, have to put up cash. You know he's or he's going to have to get a bonding company to come in and There's do no that. There's no bonding company
1: gonna, that's going to come in to do that. Who's going to come but in and do that exactly? They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. He was in, unsuccessful in getting that done for when five. he had to pay the 5.3 million dollars uh, to the first egene Carroll case. He will not be able to do it uh, certainly this time for hundreds of millions of dollars. It's just it's not even a possibility, and no one's going to take property out of state it's also difficult to take property that has encumbrances on it such as you know his 40 wall street building or you know some of his commercial properties it can only be off properties that aren't already encumbered by a mortgage because the last thing that a bonding company wants to do is get into a legal fight with a bank or a lending institution um you know some people are saying that Saudi Arabia or Putin will put up the money. Here we go again. I'm out. No. They will not. I I assure you that neither Russia or Putin or uh Saudi
0: I agree Well, I was agreeing I was just I was just doing your time sign. It's <laughs> like it's a corollary to the two finger salute that I could actually do, you know, and 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 keep my PG13 cred here with um with my crowd so I'll do the timeout. Also, you have independent monitor retired federal judge Barbara Jones monitoring any of the flows of money so if anything more than like a million dollars hits an account, she has to be alerted. Her team investigates the source of it and then prepares a report to the judge. That's one of the ways to avoid that as well. By the way, Michael Cohen... Are you excited about this Zoom meeting like I am to speak to the Brigaders right after this at patreon.com slash politicalbeatdown? I think today we were right to move it to today on Thursday because now you could get asked questions uh, about what's going on in the Manhattan DA case. Obviously, there's some things you can't answer, so we'll be respectful of that. But I'm glad we moved it to today. So just a reminder to everybody as well. Once this show ends, make sure you're a member of patreon.com slash political beatdown because on the feed, it's named secret link for Patreon members. And then you click it You'll enter a Zoom chat with me and Michael Cohen. We'll dress up different though. We're gonna, we're gonna look the exact same way, but we will have an incredibly fun meeting over there. And look, we're not trying to gatekeep and do things, you know, to say, well, you can't you have to pay to be a member. We're really trying to find fun ways to grow this network that could be kind of engaging and interactive because we don't have outside investors here. And now we're competing with. The CBSs and the Fox and NBCs and all of those, and we're beating them through things like this. So- which is funny, and-
1: which is funny because, you know, right after this and after the Zoom, I'm heading over to CNN. Uh, Erin Burnett called and asked me if I would come on her show tonight. Obviously, big breaking news. But who heard the news first? Our Boom. Right here, political beatdown. And, yeah, our numbers are actually bigger than CNNs.
0: And that's thanks to all of you Beatdown Brigaders, members of the Midas Mighty, Legal a and Cohen, make sure they promote and plug Beatdown and Mea Culpa on that. I know you will. I just wanted to get a chuckle out of this. Let me see if I can say this with a straight face. Remember back in March when Donald Trump was doing all that horse face stuff with Stormy Daniels? Remember how she responded? I just wanted to share some of these posts right here that, that she wrote. Um, One of them, she goes, Someone goes to her because Trump was attacking her. Someone goes, so you knew he is married, yet you proceeded. So you are a cheater. Stormy Daniels responds, yep. The sorcery of my magic voodoo vag was too much for that poor little man. And it forced him to forget all about his vows, take his clothes off and corner me. It's all my fault. Someone else wrote to Stormy Daniels, President Trump wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole, Stormy Daniels' response. True. He used a three-inch one. Somebody wrote to Stormy (laughs) Daniels, why did you sleep with him even though you knew he had a wife, Stormy Daniels' response? Why did he invite me to his room, take off his clothes, and corner me when I came out of the bathroom even though he knew he had a wife? Um, You're not
1: going to beat Stormy in a one-on-one shit-down. First of all, people don't realize this. Stormy's really super bright. Yeah, she is. I, I, you know, I remember reading her book, and I think I, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think she was like the valedictorian of her class in high school. All right? Now, I don't care where you go to high school. You can say whatever you want. To be the valedictorian of it, she's really friggin' smart, and she's hilarious on top of that. She has a wit about her which far exceeds the MAGA morons. That I can assure you. And the funny thing, too, is I like how they blame the woman. You know, look, I, I don't want to get onto this whole soapbox. He just had a child. Melania, or as we like to call her here, melanoma, just had Baron. And he's already taking off his clothes for somebody else. I mean, they're not even married at that point in time, you know, more than two years. I mean, at least wait for the seven-year itch, right? Something like that. But no, no, it's her fault, not his. I mean, she was not the one that was married at the time. She's not the one whose spouse just had a child. That's all Donald Von Schitts pants. So let's stop blaming the woman for everything. Oh, she went after him. Yeah, okay. Believe that if you will.
0: One of the things I'm super proud of here at the Midas Touch Network is having first-hand witnesses give you their first-hand witness accounts. Of course, Michael Cohen shares it with you. Also, if you remember Lev Parnas, who interviewed with Michael Cohen on Maya Culpa, told you all about those fraudulent FBI Form 1023 stuff that all right. the MAGA Republicans are talking about, and now one of the people who wrote those 1023 forms, one of the so-called whistle blowers has just been charged by the Department of Justice, by David Weiss, the special counsel right there. The Department of Justice has charged the informant who provided derogatory information about Hunter and Joe Biden with false statements and obstruction. Michael Cohen, you could say it's a tsunami of a day of breaking news, and I couldn't be more proud to share this with you and the Brigaders. I want to talk about that and Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis's testimony when we get back after our last quick
1: break. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers just in the United States? plants call out. You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of house plants available. Fast growing trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30 day alive and thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I love fast growing trees. I recently got their most popular small avocado tree at a great price. Fast Growing Trees has an amazing selection to choose from, and their customer service, it's just top-notch. And the cherry on top, I save so much money by not using an overpriced landscaper. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants so you can find the perfect fit for your specific climate, location, and your needs. Whether you're looking to add some privacy, some shade, or natural beauty to your yard, Fast Growing Trees has in-house experts ready to help you make the right selection with growing and care advice available 24-7. You can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, how to take care of your plants, and everything else you need. No green thumb required. So right now, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional, get a load of this. They get an additional 15% off when using the code BEAT at checkout. That's B-E-A-T. So that's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTree.com using the code BEAT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code BEAT. Off is valid for a limited time. Tell them we sent you. Are you self-conscious
0: about your smile due to stains? Are your teeth aging you? Popular food and drinks are known to stain teeth. Beverages like coffee, tea and wine stain them over time. So what can you do to brighten your smile? Well, you should give Smile Actives a try. Smile Actives is safe, effective, easy to use and will keep you smiling proudly. As you probably already know, I'm a big tea drinker. Like many people, you may be a coffee drinker and over time I noticed my teeth lose some of their brightness that I was used to seeing. 97% of Smile Active's users in a clinical trial reported up to six shades whiter on average, all within 30 days. Simply add Smile Active's Pro Whitening Gel to your regular toothpaste. It's been formulated with polyclean technology to boost stain removal and deliver active whitening ingredients into the teeth's grooves and crannies to get better whitening. Smile Actives makes teeth whitening gel that can simply be added to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth. So no change in your routine, no extra time, and no more messy strips, trays, or light. People will start commenting on your white or brighter smile in just days. Smile Actives is the whitening boost your favorite toothpaste needs to give you the smile you deserve. Here's what you got to do. Visit smileactives.com beat today to receive a special buy one, get one free offer with auto delivery plus free shipping and handling. That's smileactives.com beat. S-M-I-L-E-A-C-T-I-V-E-S.com beat, B-E-A-T. Terms and conditions apply. See the site for details. We're back live here on Political Beatdown. I've described today as a tsunami of breaking news starting earlier in the day with the Manhattan District Attorney criminal case. We now know that goes to trial March 25th. Judge Eileen Cannon denying Donald Trump's motion to adjourn pre-trial deadlines. Yesterday, Special Counsel Jack Smith telling the Supreme Court, do not stay the case in Washington, D.C. Let's get this back to Judge Tanya Chutkin. We've got Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis taking the witness stand in this attack on her by Donald Trump and Trump's co-defendant, Michael Roman. And before... The show started. That's all happened in 24 hours. And before the show uh, started today, we got news. Remember Chuck Grassley, Senator Chuck Grassley and James Comer, Comer Pile. Remember when they hyped the allegations made by their informant? Remember all we heard about was the (laughs) 1023 form, the 1023 form, and all of the Republicans and Fox propaganda, they put that out everywhere. Remember that? Well, The Department of Justice has now charged the informant who provided derogatory information about Hunter and Joe Biden with false statements and obstruction. That's the Uh, press release right there announcing these charges. By the way, here's the post by James Comer back uh, on July 20th of 2023, saying, at Chuck Grassley, just released the unclassified FBI FD 1023 form, alleging then Vice President Joe Biden was involved in a $5 million bribery scheme. IRS whistleblower Ziegler never received this form. And under oath yesterday, told at GOP oversight they potentially had corroborating evidence I mean if James Comer wasn't protected by the speech or debate clause everything he just does is defamation after defamation um and, and you know the, how, of the often,
1: line. how often do we hear the Republicans turn around and oh, talk about this fictitious um you know uh, documentation and um, information that never comes to light? We saw an entire hearing predicated on information that they did not have but they had heard about could you imagine that these fucking idiots there's no other way to put it these fucking idiots will go ahead they have an entire an entire committee hearing live and televised talking about whether it was hunter Biden's laptop and information that that completely um you know demonstrates that Hunter Biden paid his father or got millions of dollars for his father, whether it was Burisma or any of these other things. And none of that documentation, none of the alleged whistleblowers ever came forward in order to prove the truth of the matter that was being asserted in those specific hearings. Well, when you do that, you put an issue into play In order to prove the truth of the matter asserted and it's not accurate, it never should have been put forth anyway because that is the Black's Law Dictionary for the term hearsay. You cannot hold a hearing on the American tax dollar instead of doing work that benefits the country in order to promote a bullshit idea that is done solely for the benefit of one person. And that, of course, being Donald Trump, that's all that Comer, Pyle, and Jackass were doing. All they were doing is playing to one man's ego at the cost and expense of the American taxpayer.
0: Fuck let's, them. Let's go to uh, two-finger salute, F them, or you're holding
1: two-fucking-finger
0: yeah, it to both
1: of them. That's right. <laughs> that's right. To both of them. Comer, the other Jackass. You know, fuck you both for wasting our taxpayer dollars, for turning around and not doing your job. Plain and simple. Do your job. Yeah. Could you ever imagine Jared Moskowitz, Jamie Raskin, Dan Goldman? Could you imagine, just to name a few, doing something like that, calling for a hearing predicated on information that you don't have? On information that's made up?
0: Cohen, a lot of people are saying that you have very big hands with that two-finger salute. That's uh, in the comments right there. (laughs) Two fingers. That's a a big two-finger salute salute right there. Let's go to Fulton County, though, and talk about what's going on there. And it's very perplexing to me, I guess, is putting it... uh, putting it gently in terms of like what what's even going on. I mean, I understand that this is a hearing purportedly over whether or not there are conflicts of interest based on a Romantic relationship between Fulton County District Attorney Phony Willis and a special prosecutor on her team, Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade previously submitted a declaration after being called out for this, saying that the romantic relationship began in in 2022. You know, after the investigation into Trump took place. I, I still, even if it the romantic relationship began earlier, you have to ask. What are they saying is the underlying conflict here that is tainting the proceeding that Trump and his co-defendant Michael Roman and others are challenging? I suppose that the attempt at uh, or the prosecution of Donald Trump, the argument would go, again, it's a completely frivolous one to me, is tainted because Fulton County District Attorney Fawnie Willis brought on Someone that she was in a romantic relationship with to to pay the individual and and to fund trips. I, I, again, I can't follow the logic here. Um, and all of the most of the evidence just seems to be like just outright again defamation. And then some of the other stuff that's been introduced just seems to be completely irrelevant to anything.
1: It's like and a Housewives episode. That's it, all it that just seems like to be. To It's like a Kardashian episode. It has no bearing whatsoever on the case. The case is predicated on documents, on statements, on recordings, on witness statements. What does that have to do with either of them? What does it have to do with the prosecutor or any or the district attorney? Put forth your case. But that's not what this is about, Ben. We all know what this is about. This is all about delay, delay, delay.
0: Um, no doubt about that. But then Fulton County District Attorney Faudy Willis kind of had enough on it, enough of this. And she was like, I'm gonna take the stand. I mean, she was technically subpoenaed. I think that Judge Scott McAfee may have let her not testify, but I think she just had enough of it. She shows up and then she says, I'm not gonna move to quash the subpoena. Put me on the stand right now. You know, and I I was a little worried about that just because. You know, there's no need to like have to go on the stand at all, especially if you're a district attorney like Fawny Willis. I mean, you know, the burden is very high in order to get somebody to, to testify like that. I didn't think there was anything established uh, earlier, but Fawny Willis said, let let me go. I want to testify. And, you know, she gave a clinic. I thought that she stood up and, uh, you know, to the lawyers for Trump and Michael Roman. I want to share with you some of those highlights right now. So here is Fawny Willis uh, letting the lawyer for Michael Roman, one of Donald Trump's co defendants, know that I think you're very, very confused what the roles are here. Here, let's play this clip. So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken when Mr. No, okay. Well, no, 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 look. Uh, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question was... Let
1: me show you. See, you I'm script. going through the same thing. When sh- when I watched her say that, I actually jumped up and yelled right on, amen. Donald Trump, get a load of this shit. And I've talked to you, many of you brigaders will remember this. I received what's called the subpo- uh, subpoena duces tecum for documents. Donald Trump's lawyers, this Todd Blanche and Susan Neschle's are asking for like the last 10 years of my tax returns. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what is my tax returns have anything to do with donald trump's business records fraud what the fuck does it have to do with me and then we put as a response in our uh, in our motion to quash their subpoena there's no relevance at all i have no problem with it but there's no relevance at all and they are amongst other things intruding into my life as if I am the defendant. I am not the defendant. I am a subpoenaed third-party witness to a case that, in all fairness, and I've been very outspoken about this, not only with our brigaders, Ben, but with the media as well, which I would prefer not even to be involved with. I've done my share. I have done a lot. Do I want to see Donald held accountable? Yes, but only for crimes that he is, you know, that he committed, and that it will be determined by a jury of his peers. I don't to go and to start asking, for example, my entire Gmail account. They wanted every single email that I received or sent, literally since the day I started my Gmail account in 2016. Could you imagine the nerve to do something in like 2017? When I started, could you imagine they're asking for my entire life? Predicated off what? I'm a witness. I'm not the defendant here. I stood. I should say I sat at that defendant's table. That's not me. That's him.
0: Michael Cohen, time for our Zoom. We have some great analysis also of what's going down in Fulton County. Uh, Karen Friedman Agnifilo, formerly the number two at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, giving great, and now, oh, the, the best analysis at, uh, in the Fulton County District Attorney case on another live stream. And I just have to say how grateful I am that as we approach this Manhattan District Attorney criminal trial, how grateful we all are here at the Midas Mighty, the Brigaders, the Legal Affairs, that we get analysis from Michael Cohen and Karen Friedman Agnifilo on the Manhattan District Attorney criminal case. You don't hey, get Hey, you know any something better? Ben,
1: just before before we split, I'm going to ask each and everyone um, who is watching, and we have a great audience today, the Blue Icon Maya Culpa podcast. It drops on Mondays and Fridays. But the reason that I bring this one up specially is I have Fred Gutenberg as my guest. And you may recall, Fred's daughter, Jamie, a gorgeous, you know, vibrant, wonderful, wonderful child was executed at that Parkland High School shooting six years ago yesterday. And um, in light of what took place at the Kansas City Chiefs parade, it's so on point in terms of what's going on. You get an insider's perspective because Fred has been a champion in order to try to get some sensible gun legislation in this country. So this is really a wonderful, wonderful episode. I want each and every one of you to go right now. I'm on the Midas Touch network in their RSS feed. So go wherever you listen to your podcast. Makes no difference. Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, Apple, Amazon, Google. It makes no difference. We are there and we are a top news podcast with over 250 million downloads. So do me a favor right now. Do me a favor. Go there to wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe, listen, rate, and share the new Maya Culpa podcast, Blue Background, on the Midas Touch Network, rss feed
0: after the party it's the hotel lobby what, what do they say after the party it's the after party after the part anyway we're we're going to be at patreon.com slash political beatdown we have the secret members link right there if you want to meet michael cohen and me on this uh, zoom chat Go there right now. You'll see the secret link. It'll take us about two minutes to get there because it's hard for us to be at three places. I got this feed. I got that feed. I'm jumping on the Zoom. So give us about two minutes to get there. Um, We're going to try to do our after show live for you. You can ask us questions uh, there when we're in this Zoom chat, but we'll see you there. If you want to meet Michael Cohen and me, go to patreon.com slash political beatdown. Sign up now. You have to pick one of the paid memberships in order to get into that Zoom. We don't have outside investors. We try to do this uh, in a, um, you know, in fun ways to grow this platform. Thank you all for watching. Shout out to the might is mighty shout out to the beat down What a, what a day. <laughs>